Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Basketful of Bread. Wow, this is insane. This is now going to be the fifth time I've tried to record this episode. I'm like, what is happening? I'm going to throw this episode out to you guys as like a bonus episode because the words that I spoke have taken something for the kingdom. And I'm, I know that you won't be able to fully hear the words I'm saying in this you know, you might be able to turn the volume up and you might be able to hear it. I don't know. If you can, I pray it blesses you. If you can't hear it, it's okay. Because in the spiritual realm, this this is taking ground. And I'm just going to put this out there because it has been spoken and it is out there and our God reigns. So you can hang on and try to listen and like glean what you can from what I say in the next 20 minutes on this podcast episode, but you probably won't be able to hear it because, um, because the enemy's on the prowl like a roaring lion and he doesn't want me to get this message out. But now there's a fire lit in, um, lit under me because this is now the fifth time, I'm not joking, I have tried to record this episode. Okay, so I'm going to be quiet now and I'm going to like let this play out and you can turn up your volume as high as you can and see if you can hear anything. Okay, love you guys. Hey you guys, welcome back to Basketball of Bread. My name is Bethany and I'm grateful you're here. You guys, I have tried to record this podcast episode four times. I am just really struggling with it, and I just have like that, like that press from the Lord to get this out there. And I'm like, how long is this gonna have to do this? Because I, I need the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Lord Jesus, Father, we love you so much. God, we just we sit with you in this moment. And God, I just I just want the listener today to want you. To want more of you. To want to be fully seen and fully known and fully loved. I mean, we're already fully loved. And we're already fully seen and fully known. I want them to know that they are those things. And so, God, I just pray by the power of your Holy Spirit, I can get this word out. And I cannot do this without you. I, I literally, I can barely understand this myself. So, I want to give this with reverence and respect through the fear of the Lord that this information deserves, and so help me, help me, please help me, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you guys, here we go, here we go. Um, I'm going to start this take of this episode off a little bit different, and I'm going to see what happens, okay? Um, we're talking about the spiritual battle in Ephesians 6. It's just about how we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, right? We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to rest, so that you may be able to resist and rest in the evil day and having prepared everything. You hear this? Having prepared everything to take your stand. Stand. Therefore, 
something stands firm, therefore, with the truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith, with which you will extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, helmet and sword, which are the word of God, and pray at all times in the Spirit, with every prayer and request, and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for the saints, you guys. Wow. You guys, this is a spiritual world and a spiritual battle, okay? You're not crazy. You're not making things over-spiritualized. That is what this is. God is spirit. The spirit was moving over the water, you know, from day one. His breath, you know. Um, in Job, it says um, that, like, his breath, his nostrils the sp- is the spirit of understanding, like the breath that comes out of his nostrils. And I'm like, yes. I just imagine him breathing on us, and that's the Holy Spirit falling on us. I am not qualified, you guys, to talk about this. I, I literally, in case you're just tuning in, hi, hello, hi, I'm grateful you're here. <laughs> I am a stay-at-home mom, okay? I have four very small children. I sleep on average three hours a night. Very broken sleep. Um, I, I, I have very few brain cells at this time because of so many years of sleep deprivation and you know, I experienced miraculous healing in my five-month-old baby, and she's taking her first steps now, but I walked through a period of, like, trauma that, like, <laughs> also did some things to my brain. I'm okay, so his powers being perfect and weakness. I just want you guys to know, like, I'm not a scholar, okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a vapor, okay? I'm just here, and I love God's word. That's it. I love his word so much. It's everything to me. It has sustained me. It has equipped me. And His Holy Spirit is the one. And so, as we talk about this, I mean, this this means war series. Before I get into all of the like different things we're up against, I need I need us to know too what power we have through our Jesus, through our precious Jesus. What did he give us? Do we even know the gifts that he's given us? You know, I wonder if we do, truly, because if if believers really knew, if believers really knew what God has given us, what God has given us and equipped us with, there wouldn't be so many Christ followers still walking around in bondage. They just wouldn't. They wouldn't. So we know, guys, um, in let's see, John 14, 26, there's going to be a lot of scripture references. I'm going to try to get them all down in the um, show notes. John 14, 26. Um, this is so beautiful. This is actually, thank you, God. This is it. This is why he made me not be able to communicate this so many times. Oh, he's so kind. Thank you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, let's go there. 
<coughs> John is one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We're doing Sergio, y'all. Um, John 14, 26. This, this is, this is my life verse, you guys. John 14, 27 is actually my life verse. And I, I think I maybe have said it on here before, um, <coughs> in season one or two, actually, that God, um, has called me from a really young age. And, um, when I was growing up and getting confirmed in the Lutheran church when I was in sixth grade, we just had a short stint in the Lutheran church. Um, they gave me like a bright, I think it was orange or bright neon green or something sheet of paper. And they're like, here's the list of 50 Bible verses. Which one do you want to be your confirmation verse? And I remember just like, I remember to, um, to even be like confirmed, you have to sit down with the pastor and you have to like defend your faith basically. And I remember him just saying like, I burned with like a fire because he would say things like, well, Jesus isn't real. And you know, and just be like what you would say. And I remember even just from a young age, you guys, just like knowing, just knowing, like, no, like he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And during that time, the verse that I chose was John 14, 27. Um, <coughs> so that verse is, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid or fearful. And um, I just, I just love this. So if you go back, so before that verse, it says um, in John 14, 25, I've spoken these things to you while I remain with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all the things and remind you of everything that I've told you. And then he gives the gift of the peace I give to you, the peace I leave with you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. You have heard me tell you that I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And I have told you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you may believe. Can you guys imagine this? Just like sitting with him, hearing this coming out of his mouth. I'm like, golly. He's setting it up, and then he goes in and talking about the vine and the branches. Oh, his word is just so good. Peace, you guys, is what he's giving us. And the Holy Spirit, the Counselor, he calls him the Counselor. The Holy Spirit is everything. This is everything. Because we, we know that the world gives us hell. That is what the world gives us in many different shapes and forms. And we're going to go through that when we talk about the different strongholds and blah, blah, blah. Some of them. There's probably some I don't even know about. But we have to know what he gives us. Oh, thank you, Lord. If we don't know what he's giving us when he says, I'm going to send you the counsel, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. If we don't really understand and know what that is, you know that so many churches have just thrown the Holy Spirit out with the bathwater because they're like, that's crazy. Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is written about all throughout God's word. 
from the beginning, from the beginning, in the beginning, the Spirit was moving over the waters. And the Holy Spirit is what ushers in peace. That's what that's what it is. Because he's the counselor. He can he can solve the mysteries that might trouble us. I want to emphasize that I'm not qualified to teach this, but I am believing that he is going to qualify me through the Holy Spirit as I share. Yes, let's get in on God's word. I'm not here to add anything to it. Okay. Um, so, basically, I have, I have read on here several times. Um, I've read on here several times Isaiah 11, but I'm going to go back and I want to read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time just so it's on here. Isaiah 11. Then a shoot will grow from the stump of Jesse. And a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. A spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight will be in the fear of the Lord. This is one area, and I've already read this, I know, to you guys, if you're following along in the series, but here it is again. One area where these seven different spirits are referenced. But as I was in God's word, there are times where I will hear a different spirit of, like the spirit of truth, but still referencing the spirit of the Lord. And so I just was like, Lord, can you please explain this to me? Because I'm having a hard time understanding, like, if there's these seven written out, what are these other seven? So that kind of sent me on a little bit of a quest, you guys. And um, in Revelation, um, let's see, okay, we did the Isaiah, we did that. Um, I'm trying to see, like, I want to, I want to, like, stay in order here. Okay, Revelation 1, let's just go back. Revelation 1, um, John to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne. Interesting. Revelation 4, 5. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder before the throne. Seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Okay? So, um, we can tell from these two verses that before the throne are the seven spirits of God. Alright? And we get this visual of the burning lamps or kind of like the menorah, um, I guess, is another way to look at it. So, there's seven spirits, but we know that the Holy Spirit is one spirit, but then there's seven. Trying to make sense of that. Um, hang on, you guys know about the number seven and, um, you know, all all the biblical 
completion of that number being the perfection. Um, and so that's, I'm sure, a big part of it, being sewn into it. Um, also, like, in Revelation, it talks about the seven lamps that were blazing before the throne. Um, that's just, like, a nod back to the tabernacle and, like, Moses' time. Um, there's, like, the holy place with the golden lampstand in Exodus 25, 31, and 37. Make a lampstand of pure gold and hammer it out. Base and shaft its flower-like cups, buds and blossoms shall be of one piece with it. Then make it seven lamps and set them up on it, so that the light, um, so that they light the space in front of it. It's like so specific, though. Um, not only are the seven spirits of God before the throne in heaven, but they are upon someone, and they are also sent out into the earth. Isn't it crazy? Revelation 3, 1. To the angel of the church in Sardis, write, These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. Revelation 5, 6. Then I saw a lamb looking as it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. Yes! 